welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today brings us to Matthew chapter 7. And once again, we'll listen to our guest reader, Roy Hansky, that familiar voice here in Denver on Christian Radio, as he shares with us all the verses of Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Judge not that you be not judged, for with the judgment you pronounce you will be judged, and with the measure you use it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn and attack you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks him for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Beware of false prophets, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes, or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits." Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness." Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell and great was the fall of it. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority, and not as their scribes. In 2016, after reading Matthew 7, 
I wrote the Sermon on the Mount starts at Matthew 5, 3 and finishes at 7, 27. He astonishes the crowd with his teaching. And then I wrote, I could camp in chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. I have a judgmental spirit, so to judge not is very hard. I see so much spiritual wrong around me, it's hard not to be critical. Lord, help me judge not. So let's just stop here for a moment. Let's camp in verses 1 through 5 for just a few minutes. Judge not that you be not judged, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. True confessions, guilty as charged. Especially early in my Christian life, I was really good at seeing the speck in someone else's eye and not seeing the logs in my own eyes. I remember a particular incident when we were in a young married class in our church and one of the couples was struggling and the guy told me he wanted to get a divorce from his wife. We just heard what Jesus had to say about divorce in chapter 5. So in my righteousness, I think I lit this brother up pretty good about his desire to divorce his wife, and it cost me a friendship. He did proceed with the divorce. She remarried, he remarried, he moved out of state. And as life would have it, somehow God restored our friendship. And I am really happy he did. When I went through a bout with prostate cancer about five years ago, this guy became such a dear friend to me. He called virtually every week. He prayed with me over the phone. He was there for me, almost like no other. So I guess I've learned to back off of my judgmental spirit. Oh, it's still a natural instinct for me. But through prayer and through reading God's word, I've softened that judgmental spirit quite a bit. Thank you, Jesus. What else is here in chapter 7? Some other really great verses. Like verse 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Just think about it. Jesus is inviting us to ask. He's inviting us to seek. He's inviting us to knock with the guarantee that it will be given to us, that we'll find, and that when we knock, it will be opened. And then there's the golden rule. You've probably heard about the golden rule. And right here it is in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. And then there's verse 14. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. One reason the gate is narrow is false prophets. Jesus describes that in verses 15 through 20. You can tell a false prophet by examining the fruit of the ministry. A second reason the gate is narrow is because of false believers that Jesus describes in verses 21 through 23. These are people who may look or act like Christians, but are not really doing the will of the Father, but doing works of lawlessness. And God knows our hearts. So to get through the narrow gate, judge not, 
ask, seek, knock on God's heart, bear good fruit, do the will of the Father, hear and obey God's Word. Why hear and obey God's Word? Let's look at the last two verses of this chapter. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. In another gospel, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus tells us why we should listen to him. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the gate. This chapter reminds us that the gate is narrow. We have to go through Jesus to get to heaven. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Lord, we pray that we will all get through the narrow gate because we love you, because we've given our hearts to you, because we've received your forgiveness for our sins. That's the way through the narrow gate. That's the way to heaven. And we thank you for being the gate to heaven. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.